0: Bible Treasures, Topic 7, Holiness Welcome to the Sound Doctrine Telecast. Praise God for all the corrective teaching we receive through this series of talks. The subject we are studying during the last nine weeks has been Biblical Holiness. And the topic that is before us is how not to sanctify. So far, we have done nine lessons. Lesson number one, do not depend on your strength. Even though God has commanded us to be holy, he has promised also that I am the Lord who sanctifies you. He has revealed himself through the name Jehovah Mekhadesha. Lesson number two. Do not forget your responsibility. Yes, we are already perfect in Christ. That is our standing before him. But we are called to perfect holiness with the fear of God. Now that is the state we are before God. In other words, without God, I cannot. Without me, God will not. And the third truth that we learned, do not become sin conscious. Beloved, God has not only forgiven our sins, He has also forgotten them. So do not confuse The conviction by the spirit with the condemnation by the devil. Lesson number four. Do not give excuses for your failures. We will not make any progress in holiness as long as we keep giving excuses and blame shift. Lesson number five. Do not overlook the sins of omission. We should not only hate evil, we should also love that is good and that is all right before God. Sins of omission are as serious as sins of commission before God. And lesson number six, do not practice seclusion. Hate sin but not the sinner. And lesson number seven, do not belittle relationship. Holiness means not only being right with God, it is also being right with one another. And lesson number eight, do not slacken devotional disciplines. Regular Bible meditation, vigilant prayer, Consistent fellowship and periodic self-examination. All these things are indispensable for holy living. Last week we studied lesson number 9. Do not be blinded by success. God gives us victories and blessings not because of our goodness or righteousness, but because of his mercies and kindness. Today, we'll conclude this series studying lesson number 10. How not to sanctify? Do not stop growing in holiness. Once again, how not to sanctify? Do not stop growing in holiness. What is the biblical call concerning holiness? Second Corinthians seventh chapter. Look at the first words. Having these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. We are to perfect holiness. So there is a perfecting process in holiness. And turn with us to the book of Revelation 22nd chapter. Look at the very familiar words. Look at the 11th words. He who is unjust, let him be unjust still. He who is filthy, let him be filthy still. He who is righteous, let him be righteous still. He who is holy, let him be holy still. So comes the lesson very clearly. Do not stop growing in holiness. If we stop growing, we will actually start backsliding. It is actually like mountaineering. Beloved, biblical sanctification is experienced in three stages. First, it is positional sanctification. This happens at rebirth. This is actually a crisis experience. Now, that's what we have in 1 Corinthians 6 chapter. That's what happened to all the believers in Corinth. The 11th verse. Now, that's our experience also. You were washed. You were sanctified. You were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. So you are declared as saints. And we are made complete in Jesus Christ. This is positional sanctification. Then comes the progressive sanctification. This is a process which begins at rebirth. This goes on all over Christian life. Then comes the final stage. That is perfect sanctification. That is again a crisis experience. That happens at the return of Christ. That is what Apostle Paul said. He who has begun a good work in you shall complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. At positional sanctification, we are delivered from the penalty of sin. During progressive sanctification, we are being delivered from the power of sin. And at perfect sanctification, we will be delivered from the very presence of sin. One is the commencement of holiness. The other is the continuation of holiness final one is the conclusion or the culmination of holiness. The commencement is by God. The continuation is both by God and ourselves. The completion or the consummation is by God himself. This is a picture you should constantly have in mind. Being in the process of sanctification at the time, we have a lot of personal responsibility. We will look at some of them today. Some of us may be very young, or we may be at the middle age, or we may be at the old age. Be watchful at any age in your lifespan. There is a threefold sin that Apostle John points out in 1st John 2nd chapter. 16th verse. How does he define sin? Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. This is all sin is about. Before giving this definition of this sin, From verse 12 to 14 he writes to three groups of people. First he says, I write to little children. Then he says in the 13th verse the middle, I write to you young man. And in the 14th verse he says, I have written to you fathers. He addresses people in childhood. And he speaks to people who are in youthhood. And then he talks about people who are in the fatherhood or the adulthood. Young age, middle age, old age. So what does it mean? You are never too young to be tempted. And you are never too old to be tempted either. Therefore you should never slacken your pursuit of holiness you should always be striving to overcome temptation. Turn with us to Hebrews 12th chapter. Look at the fourth words. You have not yet resisted to bloodshed, striving against sin. Well, our temptation is actually a battle. And there we need to go till the point of bloodshed in striving against sin. That's the eighth beatitude that Jesus gave in the Sermon on the Mount. What did he say? Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake. In other words, when you want to live holy, that's a battle you may have to face persecution. Turn with us to 1 Peter third chapter. What do we read that we are supposed to be doing? Fourteenth verse. Even if you should suffer for righteousness sake you are blessed. Do not be afraid of their threats nor be troubled. But sanctify the Lord God always in your heart. That means there will be a lot of threats and there will be a lot of opposition for us to live holy but don't be troubled or don't be disturbed. We are all very familiar with that verse in Book of Proverbs 28th chapter. The 13th verse. He who covers his sins will not prosper. Whoever confesses and forsakes them will have mercy. And look at the next verse. Happy is the man who is always reverent. In other words, having confessed our sin, we should not become slack. We should always be reverent at any part of your life. We should never be satisfied, oh, I have become holy enough. You know why? Book of Proverbs 20th chapter, look at the ninth words. Who can say I have made my heart clean and I am pure from my sin? Nobody can say that I have become holy enough. That's a beautiful lesson we hear from the story of Job. What do we read about his testimony as we come to the end of the book? Second chapter, we'll read verses 5 and 6. I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear. Now my eyes see you. Therefore, I abhor myself and repent in dust and ashes. The nearer we go to God, the more we grow in our spiritual life, we realize more and more of our unholiness or our sinfulness. That's why Apostle Paul said, not that I have already attained, not that I have already become perfect, For the upward call of Jesus Christ, I am pressing forward. Beloved, as the end is approaching, we should become more and more serious. That's what Apostle Peter said. It is a passage which we should take a serious note of. 2 Peter third chapter, look at the 11th and the 12th verses. Since all these things will be dissolved, that is the earth and heavens, all are going to be dissolved, what manner of persons are you to be in holy conduct and holiness? And Apostle Paul put it in a different way when he was writing to the Roman Christians. Look at the 13th chapter. We'll read verses 11 and 12. Do this knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep because now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. Ten Years ago we got saved. According to these words, what does the Bible say? Salvation is nearer to us than what it was 10 years ago. What should we do? Night is far spent, the day is hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Never slacken, never stop your growth in holiness. Keep on pressing forward. If we do that, some promises God has given us. We want to conclude with those promises. Book of Proverbs, fourth chapter, to the 18th verse. The path of the justice like the shining sun that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. Become better every day. Become brighter every day. Because we are going towards the day of the Zenith, the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit is deeply working within us. That's what we read in Second Corinthians, third chapter. We should just take hold of these promises. Second Corinthians, third chapter, 18th words. All with unveiled face, beholding us in a mirror, the glory of the Lord. We are being transformed into the same image. From glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. Oh, what a glorious state, beloved. Glory to glory, into the image of Jesus Christ, by the Holy Ghost. And we have the promise in First Thessalonians 5th chapter. And look at the 23rd words. May the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit, soul and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Why is he going to do that? That is his call. Look at the fourth chapter. The seventh verse. God did not call us to uncleanness, but in holiness. What will he do? Come to the 5th chapter, 24th verse. He who calls you is faithful, who will also do it? He has called us unto holiness. What is the promise? He who called you is faithful, who will also do it? At that time, you know what will happen? Our standing and our state will become one and the same. A perfect bride made ready for the perfect bridegroom. That's what Paul promises in Ephesians 5th chapter. Look at the 27th verse. He might present it to himself a glorious church not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. That brings us to the end of the Bible. And look at the 19th chapter, the 7th verse. Let's be glad and rejoice and give him glory, because the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife has made herself ready. So she has made herself ready. She has done whatever she is supposed to do. What happens at the end? eighth word says, to her it was granted to be arrayed in fine linen, clean and bright. You know, first she makes herself ready and following that God grants unto her fine, clean, and bright linen. There our holiness becomes complete and perfect. May the Lord grant that blessing to all of you who are watching this program. How not to sanctify? Do not stop growing in holiness. God bless you.